Welcome to the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Here's your host, Dean Millard. Hello there and Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, Thank you very much for joining me today on the Cannabis 101 podcast. And if you're listening to this on Christmas Day, I hope everything is going perfectly for you. Uh, If you're listening to this post-Christmas, hope you're really looking forward uh, to 2020. That just seems so bizarre for a guy born in uh, 1975 way back then uh, and throughout all my years cannabis was looked upon as something awful Uh, and now thanks to legalization in canada we can look at this plant as being so helpful and remember it's not just about getting high it's about getting healthy all right special christmas day edition of this show we are going to run with all 12 strains of Christmas that we've been doing. If you listen, starting December 13th, Chris Ionson and I of Nova Cannabis went through 12 strains of Christmas, one every day. And listen at the end of the 12 days of Christmas, and you will find out how you can win a free bong. Uh, another Christmas present for you, another Canna Christmas present uh, if you're paying attention. Uh, just make sure you know all the strains, and you'll be able to win yourself a free bong. All right, it's Christmas Day. Let's find out what's your groove. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Weed is awesome. This is great. This is the bee's knees. All right, with what's your groove, I just want to know if you're grooving with something, what it is. If you're smoking a joint, going with a bong, whatever it might be. What strain is it? How are you going? What are you doing? All that good stuff. Uh, For me today, I'm grooving with Pedro's Sweet Sativa, thanks to Spirit Leaf uh, St. Albert. I went in there. uh, I was looking for some Blue Dream. They didn't have it, and that's my go-to. And I really should expand my horizons. Uh, and then I, uh, went to look at some Jean Guy and, uh, they were out of that. And, uh, the young lady recommended Pedro's sweet sativa and, uh, I've enjoyed it, uh, so far I'm, uh, firing up. I got a, uh, a pre-roll or I, I rolled a joint rather. Um, it's not a pre-roll. I guess it's a, uh, it's pre-roll for me. Um, anyway, I rolled a joint for this and, uh, I'm going to light it up now. Need a little bit of energy uh, as I've got some uh, Santa, canna Santa duties to perform. I, I uh, popped by a few shops today uh, looking to get some uh, high CBD, low THC, if any THC uh, strains to um, get my wife uh, into this. Uh, she's going to try something. We have a Pax uh, vaporizer for her. Uh, by the way, at Nova Cannabis on uh, Jasper Ave, my good friend where Chris Ianson is, They've got an engraver there. You can get your uh, your vaporizer engraved with cool things. There's some cool stuff. So I popped around to a few shops and um, uh, picked up a few uh, CBD strains, uh, Harlequin uh, being one of them. 
to give my wife a try on that. But uh, in the process, I did pick up some Pedro's Sweet Sativa. It's got a bit of an earthy, it's got karyophyllene, so there's a little peppery, but it's uh, also, uh, there's got to be some, uh, maybe some uh, linalool, because uh, there's definitely a little bit of a floral lavender taste for that. So hopefully that'll give me some energy for later tonight when I got to get into my wrapping duties. And by the way, if you're looking for a uh, post-Christmas present for yourself or somebody else, check out Lobo Genetics. You can get a DNA kit. off when you use the promo code Cannabis101. All one word, Cannabis101 at Lobogene.com. It's basically having like your own bud tender. They recommend certain strains that will be good for you based on your swab, your DNA, how you metabolize, how cannabis affects you, any precautions you should take. Uh, Yeah, it's like your own uh, bud butler almost, uh, bud tender. So check it out. Lobogene.com, you get 50% off with the promo code, all one word, Cannabis101. You get the DNA kit, you do a quick swab, send it back, boom, you're in business. All right, speaking of business, we are just about wrapping up the Cannabis Character Cup. Uh, Right now, the dude is uh, trailing the man in the final. You got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Time now for Cannabis Characters. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. Celebrating the best from fictional 420 film. Hey, I am your stoner. <laughs> and beyond. Be careful with that, man. Uh, is it heavy stuff, man? <laughs> So right now in the Cannabis Character Cup final, as mentioned, the dude is uh, falling behind. It's the 65th match. Uh, He is taking on the man, Tommy Chong, in the final. Tommy Chong, the number one seed uh, versus the number three seed, Jeff Bridges. We will soon know who is the greatest cannabis character of all time, thanks to the Cannabis Character Cup, at least in your vote's opinion. As you could still have your vote, if you're listening to this on Christmas Day, Still have a little bit of time. Um, The dude at the time I was recording this was trailing. The man, Tommy Chong, had uh, almost 54% of the vote. So you still have time at the Cannabis 101 on Twitter to have your say. Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Our cannabis question this week is simple. What did you get for Canna Christmas? I want to know. Hit me up on Twitter at the Cannabis 101. What did you get for Canna Christmas? What was under the tree cannabis-wise for you this year? And I uh, got some incentive for you. You can get something else. Or you can maybe get somebody for something, for someone else, rather. Because I have a $50 gift card that I picked up from Fire and Flower recently. And that's on the line just for joining the discussion and telling us what you received for Canna Christmas. Hit me up on Twitter at the Cannabis 101 and let me know. 
You can also get us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email me, cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. $50 gift card up for grabs from Fire and Flower that I picked up earlier this week when I was in uh, one of their stores just for joining the discussion. And with that, we go on to what goes well with, and that's anything that pairs well with cannabis, wrapping, unwrapping presents. I am going to totally enjoy wrapping presents this year. Thanks to Pedro's Sweet Sativa. And I'll really enjoy unwrapping them tomorrow with a little wake and bake. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to go with. I got some uh, super green crack, got some Girl Scout cookies. Not exactly sure what I will go with on Christmas morning. And uh, by the way, if you need a post-Christmas haircut, check out Legendary Barbershop, 117th Street and Jasper Avenue. Ask for Morgan. That is my niece. She will give you a very merry post-Christmas haircut. They're cannabis fans. You can't smoke it there, but they love talking about it. So check it out. Legendary Barbershop, 117th Street and Jasper Avenue. All right. Before we get into things with the 12 strains of Christmas, be listening at the end. If you can name them all, your chance to win a bong. So without further ado, here's Chris Ionson of Nova Cannabis and myself with the 12 strains of Christmas. This is the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Are you pumped for this? Are you ready to go? Uh, yes, I'm pumped. I'm on board. Uh, it's very festive, Dean. It's great. All right. 12 strains of Christmas, number one. I am going with Blue Dream. And basically, these are some of our favorite strains that we're going to chat about. So Blue Dream is a sativa, uh, a really happy pick-me-up uh, kind of strain for me. It's on my Lobo Genetics uh, personal profile, so I really like that it's one of those strains personally tailored to my cannabis. By the way, 50% off using the promo code CANNABIS101 at LoboGenes.com, so I want to throw that in there. But I love that it's in one of my uh, personal profiles because it does make me, uh, it makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, definitely a, a fun, uplifting strain for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the genetics of it, uh, uh, crossing blueberry with haze. Mm -hmm. uh, anything blueberry for me, got that flavor, it's going to taste delicious. Uh, and then I've always been a fan of hazes too, so crossing those two. It's a so winner. Win-win. Uh, it's produced by a, a, a lot of different LPs, uh, from Aurora to uh, Tantalus Labs. Um, pr pretty much everybody, I, th I think, has one of these strains going, do they not? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, one of the more popular uh, genetics that's out there. Uh, yeah, a lot of LPs are, are growing it. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of who might, who might, who does it the best for me. I, I'm a big fan of Tantalus Labs Blue Dream. Uh, that's I, I just nice. had some Aurora uh, Blue Dream, and it's uh, it's really top notch as well. So uh, I'm a big fan of uh, those two uh, particular uh, producers, and and as you mentioned, a cross between blueberry and haze um, has some myrcene in it, uh, some pinene, and my favorite, uh, cariophylline. Uh, this mm. is going to be common in a lot of my strains. 
Um, <laughs> but I find this a good daytime strain. Um, it certainly helps me uh, with my depression. It's a it's a pick me up if I'm having a tough day. If I'm having a tough time, it's one of the ones that that I reach for. Uh, it's also said to be good pain relief. Uh, and and I don't know about you, but I think this is a, a strain that kind of everybody can get into. Uh, I, I don't find, at least personally, uh, that I get a lot of heavy stuff. Um, I, I think this is a strain that uh, a beginner could, uh, you know, dip their toes in and, and, and start their cannabis journey with. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that statement, Dean. Yeah, for sure. All right. So Blue Dream is my first strain in the 12 strains of Christmas. It's a sativa and you can find it pretty much anywhere. All right, all right, all right. Strain number two, as I'm joined by Chris Ionson, our educator and uh, store manager at Nova Cannabis, Jasper Ave. Lay it on us. What is your first strain in the 12 strains of Christmas? All right. Well, the first strain that I uh, chose to do, um, we're going to be doing a skunk number one. Uh, so it's kind of an interesting uh, hybrid. It was the first stabilized hybrid in the cannabis world. Hmm. It was the first time they took, uh, you know, an indica and a sativa, crossed them together and, wow. and got that hybrid. So a uh, really cool story there. Uh, so the background, uh, skunk number one was the result of, uh, of a communal breeding uh, effort. And they were called uh, the Sacred Seeds when they were in the Bay Area of California. Cool. Uh, in, in the Santa Cruz area. And uh, their uh, world-renowned uh, breeder, uh, Sam the Skunkman, um, <laughs> a.k.a. Sam Selesny, a.k.a. David Watson, uh, him and his crew were uh, the breeding group to get this strain going. And so it started in the late 60s. Uh, the first skunk that this group had was uh, Colombian Gold, uh, crossed with Afghani. Uh, but it was unstable and so everyone in the crew took turns attempting to stabilize the genetics and eventually adding acapulco gold uh, was the ultimate uh, solution that created the skunk number one strain so uh, the genetics of it uh, were uh, it was afghani crossed with colombian gold and that was the unstable and then adding in the acapulco gold made it uh, the stable kind of skunk number one strain that, that we have today um, so it's pretty, pretty cool, uh, that the, you know, that's where that group started with it. Um, and even just to get into the group, it was, you know, started off as a really small group, but as, as time went on, uh, prospects were able to join the group, uh, provided they could pass the test and the test, uh, it was, they were required to breed out uh, a certain number of versions of the skunk number one, uh, from clones provided by, wow. the, by the group, uh, as well as, uh, by genetics that they brought themselves. So it was kind of like uh, you had you had to pass the test yeah. to get into this uh, sacred seeds group, um, and uh, this way they assured the quality control, and uh, they also widened the gene pool uh, every time. And so uh, it was found that uh, the Colombian Gold is a very difficult strain to cross. So uh, you know, bringing in the already hybridized Acapulco Gold uh, worked out well, and you know, gave us skunk number one genetics. Like a cross between the stone cutters and sons of anarchy or something like you're prospecting for a yeah. motorcycle uh, group and they have all these tests that you have to do and yeah. you're prospecting for this group to, because they, they want only the best of the best. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, you want to keep it that kind of, you don't just want to let everybody in mm-hmm. uh, then where's the uh, notoriety of the group. Anyone can get in. Right. Uh, I do got to share this story too, about uh, while we're talking skunk number one, yeah. uh, it, it's called the great root ball rescue. 
Uh, and this happened in uh, 1982. Uh, and Sam the Skunk Man was working for Sacred Seeds. And uh, they had their production warehouse up and running. And, uh, and it got busted by the police. Huh. And so uh, a few people escaped. A few people got busted. And he was one of the people that got cuffed up and uh, sent to jail. And uh, that group, they were kind of prepared. And they had uh, prepaid bails, uh, bail bonds set up. And they had lawyers on retainer. And they were out on bail within a couple of hours of being locked up and mm -hmm. having all this bud plants and seeds and, you know, intent to distribute, uh, but just everything set up. They were out on bail. Um, and that's when this kind of rescue occurred. So uh, Sam the Skunk Man is out on bail. He's aware that, you know, within this the, the warehouse there are all this grow equipment, all, this, all these seeds and uh, root balls and clones. And so after scoping out uh, the spot for several hours... Uh, real paranoid and kind of realized no one's watching it. He he approached the uh, the warehouse and it just had he had to cut the uh, police don't cross tape. Yeah, and and went in and uh, sure enough, you know, in the dumpsters were uh, tons of full plants, uh, tons of plants that were cut uh, past the first nodes. So they were still usable. Wow. Uh, and and a bunch of uh, grow equipment was uh, still there. They had yet to catalog it as evidence. And so uh, Sam the Skunk Man sprang into action. He called some of his, like, uh, the non-busted members of the club, and the rescue was underway. So mm -hmm. they loaded everything up, uh, you know, went through the dumpster, got all the jars of seeds even, um, and uh, and made off like bandits. And uh, and even within that, uh, that, uh, that group that they took uh, was one of the, uh, the original Hayes uh, moms, like a mother uh, root ball for... The, the strain haze, uh, which is another legendary strain, and uh, they say that they say that Sam the Skunk Man still has it to this day. Hmm. That root ball, so uh, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, and then uh, eventually, Sam made off like a bandit to Amsterdam with thousands of seeds uh, that were met with a warm welcome when he got to Amsterdam. And uh, there's a bit, bit of controversy with this story too. Uh, some people have mentioned that uh, they think Sam was working with the DEA. Wow. <laughs> and he uh, he kind of let them in on this, and that's how he got the quick bail. And he sold out his group by taking you know their collective research and capitalizing on it. That's I've I've seen that out there, uh, you know. But uh, you know you're always going to kind of encounter these multiple stories, uh, multiple sources. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, who's to say? Uh, either way, uh, it's a legendary strain, and uh, and good on Sam Skunkman for doing all that hard work, and and you really spreading it out and getting it out there globally. Awesome, I love it. Skunk number one is our second strain in the twelve strains of Christmas. Can you dig it? Today it's my turn, and I'm going with cookies and cream. Uh, it's a nice hybrid. I think this one, Chris, is great for any time of the day. I, I really do think that you could have cookies and cream, and it's not going to keep you up till 2 in the morning if you had it later in the evening. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Dean. I'm a big fan of it. It is a very nice balanced strain that mm -hmm. can be used to start your day or end your day too it's it's, it's, it's almost 50 50 exactly really yeah. uh as far as uh sativa and indica uh, i found uh, that it really helps with creativity um as i do different things and try to come up with some different ideas has a peppery and a sweet taste uh to loads of uh karyophyllene uh, which you know i'm a big fan of uh, so there's some limonene in there 
Um, there, there's been some people that said slight vanilla taste too. I've gotten that uh, every once in a while, not all the time. It's not really, uh, I find, uh, overpowering. Um, and then I, you know, I have had times where if, if I've had a little too much, I get sleepy. Like it, it has the potential to, if you, if you have a lot of it, it, it can kind of puts you over that edge and you're, you're basically, um, you know, trying to keep your eyelids open. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think it's one of those like set and setting, uh, yeah, high, yeah. hybrids where it's, you know, it depends where you're at in the day. It can, ad- uh, it almost adapts to it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I got a comment on the, the vanilla thing. Yeah. I, I have noticed the vanilla kind of hints of vanilla. Yeah. That's been the, something that's been consistent for me okay. with cookies and cream. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's a nice, it's a bit of a different taste that you don't get um, some some other times. So um, I've read uh, this is good for arthritis, uh, nausea, uh, and I do know that it is, uh, it's, it's got some, uh, it's got some pull. It's deep. It lasts a, a fairly long time. Um, I made some into rosin, uh, thanks to the, the rosin bros, uh, when they came out recently and that's where I could really taste the, uh, citrus, uh, it has a bit of a sweet taste too. Um, the, uh, the lineage is, is interesting. Uh, it's Starfighter, And from what I've read, uh, an unnamed phenotype of GSC yeah. Girl Scout cookies, which we talked about, uh, recently. So it's, that's an interesting lineage, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is for sure. Um, big fan of both strains there. So mixing them together, uh, just, just makes sense. Um, with the, uh, the Girl Scout cookies, I mean, you've got that OG Kush and Durban Poison, uh, right. which I'm a big fan of Durban Poison, legendary land race, South African, uh, sativa. Uh, and then with Starfighter, uh, you know, that's a lemon alien dog crossed with Tahoe alien, uh, just two legendary strains there too. Um, real good kick there. Mm-hmm. So the, the limonene then, uh, c- kind of explained a little bit there. Good combo for me of body and head not not overpowering it's you know it's like uh what is it set and setting um um, you can get a a nice uh body um floating kind of a feeling but you also get uh, a good cerebral head high so uh, body and cerebral and award-winning 2014 high times cannabis cup winner uh for hybrid i would not say this is a beginner strain I think this is kind of an intermediate to experienced. What do you think about that? Yeah, I would agree with that uh, statement for sure. All right. So something to step to after you uh, have some experience, if you're new to cannabis uh, or if you uh, are experienced, then then go to town on uh, cookies and cream uh, an almost uh, split down the middle hybrid, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say pretty balanced, like 50-50 for me. That's that's how I look at it when I smoke it. Awesome. So that's cookies and cream uh, strain number three on our 12 strains of Christmas. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. What are we talking about today, Chris? Uh, We're gonna do Bubba Kush. Yeah. Nice. Pretty excited about this one. Uh, yeah, so uh, Bubba Kush um, got its start in the uh, the mid 90s uh, when OG Kush uh, was crossbred uh, with uh, an unknown indica plant. Um, now it said that unknown indica plant was said to be uh, Northern Lights. Okay. And it's also said that that plant was uh, driven to uh, to L.A. Um, from New Orleans uh, after a Mardi Gras uh, party. No way. And so the guy that uh, brought the plant uh, back to uh, L.A. with him uh, was uh, a fellow by the name of Matt uh, Bubba Berger. And uh, he got the nickname Bubba because he used to call everyone Bubbus. Oh, pass me that joint, Bubbus. And uh, and everyone loved it, so they called him Bubba in turn. So Matt Bubba Berger 
uh, Berger, uh, you know, brought this uh, this mysterious indica plant, uh, Northern Lights is what everyone thinks, uh, brought it back to, uh, to Cali, uh, and where him and his buddy uh, Josh D, um, he's the creator of OG Kush, um, they used to roll together, <laughs> and they got to, to messing around, and uh, and yeah, the Bubba Kush kind of genetics was formed uh, just from two homeboys. Uh, it's like Bubba Gump shrimp. These two <laughs> guys get together, but they're Bubba Kush, and they uh, oh, man, instead yeah. of uh, of getting a whole bunch of uh, shrimp and then ending up with apple stock, uh, they end up with uh, a beautiful cannabis plant. I love that. Like. You could make some cool movies on uh, how uh, these strains came to be. Um, I, th- I would love to see, uh, you know, the, the story that you're talking about. A driving a Hollywood this plant. rendition yeah. of this? Yeah, like, like there, there, should be, the there should be some stories about how these strains came about at some point. I love it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of really cool stories to, uh-huh. you know, how some of the names got to be. Um, the cool thing about Bubba Kush, too, is, is there's like... Um, there's Bubba Kush genetics, and then there there's pre ninety eight uh, Bubba Kush genetics. And what's uh, the difference? So uh, due to kind of the genetic process changing enough that after nineteen ninety eight, uh, there are some growers that prefer the earlier uh, genetics, and so they will like s- seek out pre ninety eight Bubba Kush genetics. Just wow, it's like it's that real original. So they old feel school it changed that, that after ninety eight. Yeah, and after ninety eight. Um, through some some crossbreeding and and things changing around, uh, it's not quite the same. So, some growers will actually go out of their way to to try and find pre ninety eight. That is um, like the the height of uh, particularity of yeah. not just Bubba Kush, pre ninety eight. Bubba Kush. Yeah, well, it's like a you know a bottle of Dawn yeah, where it's like oh it's, right. it's ninety three. That's a good year. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, anything pre-98 on Bubba Kush is, you know, that's good. That's what you want. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much uh, what I got on Bubba Kush there. And, you know, the name, obviously named after uh, Matt Bubba uh-huh. uh, Berger there. And, and you're uh, a big Kush fan. Uh, uh, so this is one of your favorites. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh, it's good. It's a nice heavy indica. Uh, real good, like, head-to-toe muscle relaxation. It's very tranquilizing. Yeah. Like, couch lock for sure perfect end of the day strain uh you're stressed about the christmas holidays relax at the end of the day with this one yeah hit some bubba it's my turn today we're doing a sativa it's one of my favorites it's rio bravo oh yeah uh, it's from Edison, and it was the first legal strain that I purchased. And I've told you this story. I purchased it uh, because I'm a fan of John Wayne and the movie <laughs> Rio Bravo. So, you know, kudos, one thumbs up for the marketing department. They got me. Yeah. That was a, it was a clever name. Uh, and they name all their strains, does Edison, after movies. Casablanca is one we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. City Lights, Lola Montez. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. Um, it's it's a cool way of uh, attracting attention. And in a business right now where it's all plain packaging, sometimes it's a name that gets your attention. And, and it worked for me. So uh, it is Wabanaki, uh, which translates to people of the first light, represents a First Nations confederation of five Algonquin-speaking nations uh, in Eastern Canada. And this has been uh, an award winner. Uh, 2017 top sativa flower 
at the Canadian Cannabis Awards. Uh, something you were just at, you now realize how big of a deal these awards are. And for them to be the top sativa flower in 2017, uh, right out of the gate, that's massive, isn't it? Uh, you know what those awards are like? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, it was there this year. It was uh, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like, uh, you know, the Rio Bravo Wabanaki strain winning that award, like uh, selling it in the store. Uh, and having the knowledge of that, you know, if people are like, oh, I'm looking for a good sativa, I don't know what's good, um, you know, we're able to say, hey, do you want to try some award-winning genetics? Uh, mm -hmm. These guys won 2017 Sativa of the Year and uh, gets the ball rolling, uh, maybe. So having that kind of award is, is nice to, uh, you know, push the brand a bit. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, the lineage with this, uh, is this a proprietary strain from organ Organograms? So there isn't a whole lot known about the lineage? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so with uh, Organogram and Ed Edison, they, they do like uh, some proprietary strains where, you know, they, they're mad scientists have mm -hmm. created the genetics, uh, you know, by crossbreeding, you know, various plants. Um, and, and then they do other strains that, you know, everyone else grows to. Sure. Kind of half and half with that. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we don't actually know the lineage of Wabanaki. Uh uh, I, I kind of find it similar to, to like a Jack Herrera, okay. uh, where it's got that kind of earthy, earthy flavor to right. it uh, and a nice clear headed high. Uh, I like, uh, smoking my, my Rio Bravo for, you know, uh, being productive, uh, getting stuff done, getting my focus on. Yeah. I, I had some, picked some up for, uh, the Iron Maiden concert uh, <laughs> that I went to a while back and, uh. Uh, it was great. Uh, I had a little bit of that. It was uh, delicious, uh, as I like it a lot, and it and it did. It really, you know, gave me some good energy and some, um, you know, some good, uh, just a just a good vibe of being at the uh, the concert. Uh, Mercine, uh, caryophyllene, as I love, and a pining, which kind of gives it that foresty, earthy, piney smell. Um, as mentioned, good strain for focus. Yeah. Um, but not too strong. Like it's, it's a good strain for those I think new to cannabis and people like me that are experienced who can enjoy it's euphoric, but not overpowering kind of feelings. Yeah. I would agree with that statement. Um, yeah, it's a nice, uh, clear headed high too, where, um, you know, you don't get, uh, too, too hazy, mm -hmm. uh, which I like, uh, yeah, with, you, with some sativas. Functionality is still there. And that's why I make, I think this makes a great strain under the tree at Christmas for somebody that's kind of dipped their toes in or the, the boomerang customer as, as we've talked about in the past, where the person that maybe used it in high school, yeah, hasn't tried it again, wants to get back into it. This is a good entry level string. Yeah. I'd, I'd say, geez, if you got a boomerang user, get them a, a half gram pre-roll too. Comes mm -hmm. in a nice little box, stocking stuffer. And they're everywhere. Yeah. They are everywhere. They literally are in every store I've been to. Yeah. No matter what brand, no matter who the, the name on the store, they carry it. Yeah, it's definitely been uh, readily available in the in the market. So. Yeah, and that's that's uh, important. So uh, Rio Bravo, a sativa, strain number five on the 12 strains of Christmas. Holy shnikes. This is the halfway point of the 12 strains of Christmas. Previously, we've done Blue Dream, Skunk Number 1, Cookies and Cream, Bubba Kush, Rio Bravo, and what are we doing with number six today? Uh, for number six, uh, we're going to do Charlotte's Web. Mm. Uh, so it's a very famous uh, CBD strain. 
and it was uh, you know founded in uh, 2011 by some Colorado growers, uh, and they're called the Stanley Brothers. Nice. And it's actually six brothers uh, that all grow together. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, for sure. Like the Sutters, like the six Sutters. Uh, these guys are uh, legendary growers. Yeah, yeah, uh, the Stanley Brothers, yeah. And um, so they created this strain uh, specifically for uh, a little girl uh, named Charlotte Figi. And uh, she was a young epilepsy patient uh, and a medical cannabis user. And by crossing an unspecified strain with industrial hemp, mm-hmm. uh, they were able to produce and create this this new strain called, and they named it Charlotte's Web. Awesome. And uh, this poor girl was having uh, uh, up to 60 seizures a day uh, prior to using cannabis uh, as medication. And then uh, that went down to one a week. Uh, so amazing. It, instead of having, uh, you know, up, up to 420 uh, a week, uh, down to one a week. Uh, and that's all just from this uh, one amazing CBD strain that these six brothers. Wow. The, the, the feeling, you know, not just for that child of not having to go through that much, but her family as well. Um, it just, it's yeah. a, you know, it's a, a quality of lifesaver for them. Yeah. And, and with, with it, uh, actually the family, um, uh, they had previously lived in a state that uh, where cannabis wasn't uh, mm-hmm. legalized and uh, medicinal use wasn't wasn't cool. So uh, they actually uprooted their family and they moved to Colorado uh, so that they could get their child uh, the Charlotte's Web uh, cannabis oil. You know, pretty much saved her life. Uh, Who wouldn't uproot your family to yeah. to save a family member and and no doing it in this uh, positive way? It's just um, you know, it's just sad to to hear stories of people that live in states in the united states that that do not legalize or or medical marijuana is not available because we all know just hearing that story what people are missing out on yep yep for sure and people just need to kind of really open their mind up a bit and see that it's not just about getting baked Mm -hmm. man well that's the the motto of the cannabis 101 podcast is it's not just about getting high yeah it's about getting healthy with this plant and obviously charlotte's web um, has helped uh, that little girl, and I'm probably sure lots of other people as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so af- after this this happened, uh, CNN ran a special on on the family, Charlotte's family, and the growers and stuff, and uh, it garnered enough attention that uh, all of a sudden more and more families were uprooting and moving to Colorado and setting things up and um, saving we, their yeah, children because they're aware that this is an option now and it actually works. So uh, pretty cool story there in Colorado. Oh, wow. So Charlotte's Web, um, the first uh, of two CBD strains that we're going to be talking about uh, here in the 12 strains of Christmas. And um, you know what? I I enjoy uh, CBD. Uh, I I take it uh, twice daily uh, in the oil form, uh, but I like picking one up. I I I had, uh, I'm not going to say what the strain is because it's coming up later. I don't want to spoil it, (laughs) but I had a CBD strain on a Sunday and it was just so relaxing. So it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy, and, and that's proof with Charlotte's Web. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a legendary strain, yeah, and you're right. It's not just about you know getting high. There's a lot of positive uh, benefits to cannabis. Yeah. yeah, this one was a lifesaver for sure. So that's Charlotte's Web, a uh, CBD-dominant uh, strain. L-I-V-I-N. How have you enjoyed the 12 strains of Christmas so far? We're, we're just past the halfway mark. 
Uh, I've enjoyed it uh, a lot. It's been really awesome doing the research, uh, looking into these strains, and and I had a lot of fun kind of picking the strains that mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about. That was kind of a fun, fun selection here. Did you find it tough to narrow it down to six? Yeah, I wanted to do like I could do twenty. Yeah, There's twenty right, that yeah. I wanted to do. Uh, you know, I wanted to talk about strains that you know have a special meaning to me too. Even right, like I I have got you know strains that mean something to me but i also want to talk about strains that you know people are the listeners are aware of and mm-hmm. want to hear about too so uh it's been a lot of fun today it's a legendary sativa i'm going with maui wowie uh legendary is right it's a uh, land race strain and maybe if you could just explain where the term land race comes from and and why it makes it such a legendary strain yeah, for sure. So land race strains are, um, they're strains that are found in an area and, and then that strain is named after it. So, uh, you're not going to find any like lineage to it. So, uh, for Maui, Maui there's Hawaiian, Hawaiian, uh, is the, mm-hmm. the land race uh, sativa that, uh, is heavily in there. Uh, you've got Thai, um, you've got, uh, Afghani, um, Hindu Kush, which is a favorite Hindu of yours, Kush, and yeah. you grew that, that, didn't you? That's right. Uh, I have grown Hindu Kush. Uh, Durban Poison uh, right. is also one too. Um, and just what's neat about them is, you know, yeah, they're they're going to be the kind of the parents of a lot of the other genetics that are out there. Right. You know what's cool is this strain uh, made it into a movie. It made it into Up and Smoke uh, with Cheech and Chong, and that's where I first heard of it. And and I always thought <laughs> that these were just made up that Cheech and Chong were just making these names up. I had no idea this is actually something that existed. Uh, you know, we recently talked about uh, when, uh, you know, Wiz Khalifa uh, got a hold of a strain and uh, it was Girl Scout cookies yeah. and was posting, talking about that on his concerts and, and it blew up. Pineapple Express, after that movie, everybody yeah. was searching for that. Um, and so Cheech and Chong kind of made Maui Wowie really really popular with with the movie up and smoke i found yeah for sure uh i also remember it from uh from half baked yeah uh when uh, dave chappelle's character is in that like the big vault of cannabis and he's freaking out wow wow he's got just pounds of it he's covered in it they're trying to get their buddy uh out of jail that's such a a great movie um i i find um with the the maui wowie that i had not terribly high THC levels like not into the into the 20s but it's a it's a good get up and go do something strain and I found it um, you know I was in Vancouver just walking around downtown Vancouver by myself just trying to chilling out before we were going to do stuff uh, a friend of mine had given me a joint and it was it was amazing um, a fun kind of outdoors kind of buzz yeah, you want to be doing something when you have this yeah I think that's perfect um and for me too, with Maui, Maui it's uh, the the taste. I, I, this is a big one for me. How how smooth it is, and the, the kind of tropical flavors that come with it. Uh, it's just a real delight and, mm-hmm. and treat. For me, uh, it helps with my anxiety. Um, I could say firsthand the day I was uh, in Vancouver, having a fairly anxious day, went for a walk with this, and just really, really made me feel good and happy and. Uh, kind of changed my uh, outlook and 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 turned things around. So uh, I can say firsthand for me, uh, it helped. I've read other people as well. Uh, Mercine uh, is the the big kind of terpene in it. The the main one uh, gives it that herbal smell and taste, doesn't it? 
Yeah, that's right. Mersin uh, will do that. Uh, Mersin's also, you know, associated with uh, mangoes too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, and there has been some, uh, you know, talks about Mersin playing into like the the couch lock sedative effect of cannabis, but it's not always going to be do that. That's right. Um, so it just it depends on the other terpenes interacting with it as well. And that's where the entourage effect uh, comes into play, and then. What also we should say, what affects one person could be different uh, for uh, the other person. Yeah. De- definitely some uh, pineapple to uh, the taste uh, with uh, Maui Wowie too. You know, you think of Hawaii and yeah. uh, pineapple, so you get that uh, sweet taste. Uh, pining, uh, karyophylline. And this is also good, I've read, uh, it's good for appetite. If you don't have an appetite, from yeah. what I've read, it doesn't affect me very often, but uh, for some people that do have problems eating, this is one, from what I've read, um, kind of stimulates that that appetite. So th- that's good for some people out there that, that need to know that. Um, you know, it's interesting, at one point, and we talked about how this is legendary, at one point, this was considered a really high THC strain at one point. Like it was like really back when THC was in the eight, 10%, this one was a high THC uh, strain, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I feel like cannabis has come such a long way Mm -hmm. from those days, but uh, yeah, it was one of the higher ones back then. Uh, So maybe that's kind of why it got into the Cheech and Chong movie too. You know, at the time it was, you know, it was was a heavy hitter. That was the banger. Now it's probably more average, um, you know, when, when comparing, yeah, mid-range. um, and, and this is a good, uh, stepping stone, um, you know, for yeah. maybe, uh, maybe not the beginner, but the, uh, second, after you've had step. some, yeah, your intermediate, your, your mid-level step or obviously the, uh, the experience, but not for a beginner. This is the one you want to step up to after you have some experience. Do you agree? Yep. That's perfect. Yeah, what's in this shit, man? Mostly Maui Wowie, man. Yeah. But it's got some Labrador in it. Uh, for straight number eight, I was going to talk about Sour Diesel. Um, so it's a sativa. It came out of uh, the East Coast in the mid-90s. Uh, the lineage of it uh, is uh, Chem Dog crossed with Super Skunk crossed with Northern Lights. So, wow. Uh, three really cool uh, uh, strains in there. So some really neat genetics. Um so it originated in uh, in New York City in the 1990s. Uh, some say that uh, a grower named AJ uh, was the kind of the founder. He started it off. Uh, he did the uh, genetics there. Uh, other people say uh, an older gentleman named uh, Robert Peace uh, started it off. So there's a bit of like <laughs> who 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 claimed it first. Um, See, this is where uh, a documentary on different strains would be so great, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And you know, interviews with people that That's were there, right. you know, that that were aware of the, how it actually went down. Maybe we got to stop talking about that before somebody steals our idea. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> um, so uh, definitely around the mid '90s, uh, it instantly became a, a very popular strain. Um, you know. Um, some say that uh, sour diesel kind of brought sativa back uh, when a, in a time when you know everyone, uh, a lot of ca- cannabis consumers were really leaning towards indica. Uh, sour diesel really brought the punch, uh, and uh, a lot of celeb- celebrities loved it, and they yeah. let their fans know that popular culture thing again. We just have uh, been talking about that, and, and listen, you can't go and do a commercial advertising that uh, Seth Rogen has weed. But he could talk about it whenever he wants uh, in yeah. public. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's allowed to do that. <laughs> and actually, uh, even one of the uh, uh, Zane Malik, I think he's a, a One Direction guy. He's got a song called Sour Diesel on, on really? one of his albums. Yeah. Um, so definitely, uh, it's kind of a, one of those strains that's uh, within the pop culture of, uh, of where we're at right now. Uh, the name kind of comes from uh, the pungent diesel-like uh, mm-hmm. aroma that you get from it and, and the sour flavor. Uh, I also did hear that uh, um, it's a strain that has uh, soured a lot of relationships. Really? Uh, in the New York area. Yeah. So, uh, and to go with that, it's it's an expensive strain to like to acquire. Uh, it's tough to grow. And there's a lot of like soured relationships. Yeah, soured relationships where like you and I, let's say we got together, we've got these sour diesel seeds. Uh, let's give it a shot. No, you know, only one out of four worked. And oh, it, yeah. it's soured relationships uh, is what, nice. I, what okay. I read. Uh, okay. So uh, I thought that was pretty funny uh, uh, because I mean, you know, it's uh, who who knows exactly, right? We're, we're never gonna find yeah. the direct source, but uh, I do feel like uh, I could see that being, you know, a, a part of it for sure. Uh, and then uh, w- one more thing to talk about here is just uh, the effects with it. So it's got a real nice buzzy head high, mm-hmm. uh, real mi- mild body effects, but uh, it really stimulates the mind, gets the laughs going. Um, but we got to warn our listeners uh, very easily. You can get distracted off of this stuff. So okay. watch your focus uh, on it. Uh, you'll find yourself doing, you know, starting up 10 different things at once and, you know, not finishing up one until. So not exactly laser focused creativity uh, no. kind of a strain. Um, is this a, is this an intermediate experience, beginner strain? Where does this strain come in on the scale in your mind? Uh, I definitely want to say like intermediate okay. uh, on the maybe even heavier side of that. Sure. Uh, just with the fact that it's a, a real head head buzzy uh, right. sativa that can come in higher THC percentages. Uh, just a, a newer consumer cannabis sure. might find themselves getting a little anxious. Is this hard to find? Uh, as you mentioned in the, that New York area sort of thing, is this a is this a common strain that you can find to grow at home, things like that? Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, pretty much all seed banks are going to have sour diesel okay. uh, seeds and strains uh, on the uh, the rec side of, of Canada. Uh, we do have a, a few different sour diesel options uh, that are out there. So uh, it is available and in, in out there for sure. All right. So that's sour diesel, the eighth of our 12 strains of Christmas. Peace and love, peace and love. Plowing through strain number nine on the 12 strains of Christmas. Um, I really hope somebody goes out and tries to find all 12 strains of these and sends us a picture. I think that would be really cool. You would definitely win uh, the uh, prize package uh, for doing that. (laughs) Uh, But we've done Blue Dream, Skunk Number 1, Cookies and Cream, Bubba Kush, Rio Bravo, Charlotte's Web, Maui Wowie, and Sour Diesel yesterday. Today, I'm going with my uh, CBD strain on this list. It's a Canatonic from Tantalus Labs. And if you want the benefits of the plant, but not the high, boom. This is one of the best CBD dominant strains uh, from Tantalus Labs. Little to no uh, THC with about 11 to 18% uh, CBD ranges on the, according to their, uh, their website. Um, so this is a, a, an option for people out there that are, you know, looking to get some more CBD, but, but don't want the psychoactive high, maybe that day or, or ever. Uh, and, you know, we've talked about some CBD, CBD strains, how really relaxing they can be. 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's all about that that relaxness on the on the body uh, mm. for sure. It's you know not a head high at all. No psychoactivists whatsoever. Um, but just real good to just uh, get your chill on and right. you know you know, ease ease your cares a little bit. And it's Tantalus Labs. Uh, we're big fans. Ooh, um, yeah. The work they do, so you know you're getting uh, quality. It's very calming. Uh, I smoked a CBD joint on a Sunday one time. Had a really nice chill afternoon. This. It, it this how it kind of takes the edge off yeah you know that that phrase has a bad connotation because people are like oh i'm gonna have this three fingers of rye and take the edge off or <laughs> i'm gonna have this pill and take the edge off but taking the edge off in a proper way is amazing and and that's really what this kind of does it just this makes things not seem as intense or whatever might be going on in your life yeah, that, that, you nailed it there. That's been my experience through uh, smoking the CBD stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I really enjoy too, uh, you know, mixing something like Canatonic with you know uh, maybe a Sky Pilot uh, from Tannis Labs. Get nice. A, get a little high THC, a little uh, high CBD, and uh, get the best of both worlds. Ah, that's really good. If you are looking for that uh, the psychoactive uh, effect a little bit, I, I really like that. Uh, earthy, sweet, uh, kind of lemon taste to it uh, heavy on the mercine terrific strain for anybody who wants to relax and be calm uh it's been said also uh, it's good for migraines which is you know something out there for the person that wants to to help with their migraine but does not want to get high this is exactly up your alley uh, helps with anxiety certainly did with me uh, i've read about muscle spasms so um you know I, i'm a big fan of cbd i take it in oil form um but this is a, a way to uh, get it into your system just a little bit faster yeah that's right uh definitely going to be a little bit quicker than ingesting it uh won't last as long though but uh you know it's a little bit more of that instant kind of mm. instant effects instant gratification uh, yeah. so that's canatonic uh, a sativa CBD dominant strain from Tantalus Labs, strain number nine on the 12 strains of Christmas. Pipe and a crepe, bong and a blintz. Strain number 10. How you feeling about the 12 strains of Christmas? Is it making you want to uh, run out and grab a few of these as we talk about them? It is. It, uh, very much so it is. Uh, the strain I'm about to talk to uh, talk about today here. Uh, I actually had some earlier today, so nice. It's uh, I'm quite familiar with it. You are in the groove. So, what is strain number ten of the twelve strains of Christmas? Uh, so, I'm going to be doing Granddaddy Purple, and so that's uh, an eighty percent indica dominant hybrid. Uh, uh, really legendary uh, strain on the medicinal side uh, is kind of where it really got started up. Uh, this strain was introduced in two thousand three in uh, California by uh, Ken Estes. And uh, Ken's nickname is the Magic Man. That's uh, such a great nickname. Kent Nielsen had that nickname when he played for the Oilers and Flames. <laughs> nice. I wish my nickname was the Magic Man. <laughs> it's not though. Uh, but uh, so this guy's a really legendary uh, cannabis activist and breeder too. Um, and he actually had uh, developed the strain uh, after he had uh, a really bad uh, motorcycle accident that uh, left him uh, paralyzed from the waist down. Wow. Yeah, um, so GDP uh, he kind of concocted this creation uh, by crossing uh, Purple Urkel, uh, 
uh, with Big Bud and uh, two really well-known Indicas, uh, both, you know, that produced real good body effects mm-hmm. with, to them. Uh, and crossing the two uh, and created this strain that, uh, you know, uh, worked really well for for his needs uh, when he was kind of dealing with this uh, initial injury uh, all those years ago. Uh, that's incredible. Is is purple uh, just that word? Is that mostly associated with indicas uh, when it comes to cannabis, or is that just coincidence? You know what? Uh, I want to say that there's some truth to that statement. It I'm just trying seems to think there's of a, a purple... lot of purple. Yeah. When I think of purple, I think indica for some reason. Purple Kush, same, purple Chitral. Same with you think of Kush, right? Yeah. It's just uh, I find there's a lot of purple in indicas uh, when it comes to names. Yeah, there is. Um, you know what, though? There's Tangerine Dream that comes out like those are purple buds. And yeah. That's, that's quite a sativa there. But yeah. I think overall, though, you know, with the name and the lineage, uh yeah, that purple, uh, and, and typically for me, when I get a purple in a name, like uh, Mendocino Purps, okay. uh, which I've had before in Amsterdam, um, it has that berry kind of fruity yeah. flavor to it. Grapey kind of. Super nice ba- to like hit. Like a, a blackberry, raspberry sort of uh, yeah. kind of thing like that. Yeah, for sure. Like like Granddaddy Purps to me, uh, it, you know, it smells and tastes like a, like a fruity bouquet of grapes and berries. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a delightful treat. Yeah. Um, I've been lately, uh, so it's available on the rec market. Uh, you can buy it. Uh, Riff makes uh, Subway Scientist is actually their granddaddy purple. That's yeah, delicious. And We've done that on What's That Strain before. It's, yeah. It's a, that's a, it's a treat. That's a really great one. Yeah, it's a delight. Uh, so I've been lately on the you know Alberta rec uh, market. Uh, a bunch of those pre-rolls have been available in, in my travels. Whenever I pop into a store to... Uh, check, uh, you know, how the Nova's doing or, you know, chat with uh, some of my competitors even. Right. Uh, whenever I see the Subway Scientist pre-rolls, I always buy at least one or two if they're if they're there because um, they're awesome. Uh, I recently caught myself uh, sitting at home on the couch. I was puffing one by myself and I ended up getting an ear-to-ear grin <laughs> just out of nowhere and uh, kind of caught myself, had an internal dialogue in, in, in my head. I'm like, you know, what are you smiling about, dummy? And uh, it was just, I just felt amazing. That's I felt the, great. Those are the greatest moments where yeah. you just don't even realize how happy you are. <laughs> and then doesn't that make you even happier? Yeah, I, I feel happy just sharing that story because, it, it, you know, like part of me feels like a dope for the, for the story oh, on its own. Oh, no but way. Like I love that. It, 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 it's exactly what it was. I literally got this humongous smile on my face and I had no reason for it. It was just those me, are rare me, moments. Me puffing some really good cannabis yeah. that just was doing me good. It just hit the spot. And when you can be happy without thinking about it, that's the best happiness to be. That yeah. sounds like a Winnie the Pooh quote or something like that, but <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, that's true, man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely an amazing uh, strain highly recommended guys if you haven't tried uh, any kind of granddaddy perps or granddaddy purple uh out there give it a shot uh 48 north does uh, some pre-rolls too on the okay. rec side uh they do a third of a gram uh packs of three pre-rolls they're they're pretty nice and tasty uh and then even in uh tweed uh their herringbone uh, which is a ken's kush uh does have uh granddaddy purple lineage in it and it's got kind of a similar uh, flavor profile to it awesome so yeah. granddaddy purple is strain number 10 in our 12 strains of christmas uh another uh, pretty popular legendary strain put that in your pipe and smoke it strain number 11 is one of my absolute favorites it's bruce banner number three it's a hybrid uh sativa 
leaning a hybrid, a, a phenotype of Bruce Banner. Uh, so what I've read about this is that Jason Hulk of Dark Horse Genetics bred Bruce Banner with from Strawberry Diesel and OG Kush. That's some pretty good lineage right there, isn't it? Absolutely. Those are great strains. <laughs> like I, I didn't even, I didn't know that. That's uh, really cool. Yeah, I was uh, I was reading about that earlier. Um, so initially there were five Bruce Banner strains. They dropped number two, they dropped four. So now it's just one, three, and five uh, that are, I, I guess, in existence. Uh, maybe somewhere you can find a, a two or four, which would be pretty rare, but there's obviously a reason that they would just went with one, three, and five. Um, I've only had three. Uh, I'm not sure if you've had any of the other uh, Bruce Banners out there before. Uh, just I've just seen three multiple times out there. Uh, mm. Really enjoyed it, though. It's a awesome, uplifting strain for sure. Yeah, I made some rosin with this. Uh, as well, thanks to uh, the Rosin Bros. Uh, it was awesome. I, the, you know, flavor really comes out. Uh, if, if you've never tried rosin, um, or you know, some people have live resin and, and different things, uh, uh, shatter. Um, the flavor really, you, you get a real good taste of the flavor of the plant through that process, don't you? Yeah, you do, and uh, and it's clean too. Yeah, it's just it's there's no additives at all. It's just. Uh... You're getting the plants. You're just squishing it, and with rosin anyway, yeah. uh, pressure and heat, um, the flavor comes out. You get to get that peppery caryophyllene. Uh, you get that myrcene, uh, that limonene, which gets that citrus taste uh, that you can uh, really enjoy. Um, I'll I'll say this: this uh, when I first tried it, um, it, it came on fairly fast. It was like a a, a quick hitter. Yeah, uh, you, you might say so. If, if you are grabbing this, be prepared that uh, you know just just let the uh, initial rush come on, and then you're going to really enjoy it. Uh, if if you are somewhat new, um, uh, might be a little bit much for a beginner. But uh, whenever you do use this, get ready for that first initial hit. I think. Yeah, uh, I agree with that statement for sure, man. Uh, also, through my experience uh, on consuming Bruce Banner, uh, watch out for the munchies. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I get uh, I get real hungry when I uh, when I use this stuff. Yeah, I, wholeheartedly. Uh, for me, for me, it's a good daytime strain. Uh, especially helped me get things done when it came to the idea factory. I found I was inspired, came up with some cool ideas, namely this one. 12 strains of Christmas <laughs> yeah. when I was using Bruce Banner nice. uh, number three. So I, I found it really got the uh, the juices going. I was inspired. Um, I think this would be great for somebody that has writer's block. Uh, if you're into that sort of thing, remember, write high, edit sober. Yeah. Write high, <laughs> edit sober. Um, but uh, this is a good um, uh, get the the ideas bouncing around in the head. And um, I, I've, I find it good um, uh, just you know, sit there, not even that I have any preconceived ideas that I want to come up with. Just have a little bit of this and see what opens up. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds great, man. That, that's why I think uh, cannabis can open so many doors that we're maybe not thinking about uh, uh, in the mind. So um, this is, uh, as I mentioned, good for the intermediate to experienced user. Would you agree that this is not a beginner strain? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I think that, uh, the fact that it's that kind of head to head sativa mm -hmm. um, newer consumer should just kind of 
relax a little bit, maybe, maybe take a, a pull or two, but uh, yeah. you're not going to really want to just jump right on in uh, something like this. You yeah. Might, you might and, and if you're new, be ready for just an initial rush. It's going to mellow out after a while, but that first initial rush could be too much for the beginner. Yeah. Like it, it could, it could make them not enjoy uh, the rest of the the trip um, because this does have more THC than the average strain. It's a it's a higher THC from from what I've seen. It's interesting. It took top spot in the Denver Cannabis Cup and was the most potent cannabis ever tested by Ooh. high times in a cannabis cup. So it's definitely an intermediate to yeah. uh, experience yeah. because of the sativa and the, sometimes the paranoia that that can deliver if you're not ready for it. Yeah, man, if you know how much cannabis they have tested and for this to come in as the most potent? Yeah, that says something about the strain. It does. It's got a lot of great, and what we talked about, uh, the lineage. So, like I said, initially this would be, I think, too much um, for a beginner, even though it levels out after a while. Has been effective with migraine treatment, so another one of those that I put on my list to I, so I can help people out. But uh, Bruce Banner, number three, uh, one of initially five, my last strain, you got one more tomorrow, but my last strain on the 12 days of Christmas. And uh, I don't know if you were, were you a fan of the, uh, the Incredible Hulk as a kid? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Hulk smash. Hulk smash. And he's, and he's played by Mark Ruffalo now in uh, the, the Avenger movies. And yeah. it, it's good. It's, it's, it's entertaining. I was a big uh, Hulk fan. So to have something Bruce Banner, the name is pretty cool too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I like how they did the little cross of comic books and, and yeah. cannabis. Yeah. That's very good. Bruce Banner, number three, uh, a sativa leading hybrid. We got a winner. I said, we got a winner. <laughs> Our final edition of the 12 Strains of Christmas. Finish him. Chris Ionson, our educator and uh, the manager of the Jasper Ave location of Nova Cannabis, is joining myself, Dean Millard, in Podcast Alley. We're at the end. Uh, we started with uh, one. We've made our way to 12. I'm kind of sad to see this go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sad to see it go, but uh, I'm, I'm good to take a little break from it, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we started out with Blue Dream. Uh, we went to Skunk Number 1, Cookies and Cream, Bubba Kush, Rio Bravo, Charlotte's Web, Maui Wowie, Sour Diesel, Canatonic, Granddaddy Purple, Bruce Banner Number 3. Huge. That's huge. 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 And what are we finishing with on our 12 strains of Christmas, Chris? Uh, I'm going to finish with, uh, with G13, uh, legendary Indica uh, from, uh, from the 60s here. It's got a really cool story to it. Uh, and it's been, uh, you know, the, the parent to some really cool, interesting strains too. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about G13. Lay it on us. Uh, so, uh, it was actually, uh, taken the initial, like, uh, genetics were, uh, were taken from a government growth facility in Mississippi in the late 1960s. Wow. So late 1960s, the U S government was growing cannabis. They were kind of testing it out. Uh, sure. Maybe he had something to do with, uh, back then they were the, um, the MK ultra right. uh, projects too, where they were kind of experimenting with uh, LSD and, and, and drugs like that on, on people and kind of seeing what, uh, what else it could be used for. Uh, so, uh, I just, I just can't imagine, uh, ever thinking, ah, this LSD would be great in a war situation. You know, like <laughs> yeah. if you're testing it on a soldier or something like that, it just, 
I've never I've never tried LSD, but uh, the stories that I've heard about it, I just do not ever uh, knowing what we know about LSD, can't ever f- see it in that purpose. Yeah, me neither. Weird, man. eh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, G13, uh, it first appeared kind of in the, uh, in the cannabis world though, like in the sixties there when the government had their paws on mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, the, the, the cannabis world didn't really know about it. It wasn't out and about, uh, uh, but then the mid seventies, uh, cannabis legend, uh, Neville, uh, Schoenmakers, uh, got his hands on a clone, uh, put it into production, started making seeds and, and other clones and bud. And that was with his group, uh, the Seed Bank. And that's a legendary, uh, they're, they're one of the first seed banks uh, started. Yeah. They, I think they might even be the first, uh, but they really helped kind of uh, uh, spread the seeds all over, all over the globe uh, to really kind of get that canvas love on a global level. Um, so it's a pretty cool story there. Um, and with the, uh, the name itself, uh, they call it G 13. Uh, it said that there was, uh, there was, uh, G one all the way through G 23. Hmm. There was a different G, uh, very kind of like the Bruce Banner one through five that yeah. we had talked about yesterday. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and with that, it was said that 13 was said to be the best. Uh, so that was the one that, uh, that got swiped out of there. And, um, you also, know, Sorry to interrupt, but uh, we, we told the story about Jean Guy before, and uh, this unnamed person that yeah. dropped off a plant at, uh, at a, a compassion club in uh, in Montreal, I believe yeah. it was. Um, this is similar: an, an unnamed person that we don't know about swiped this plant, and now we have this great strain, just like we have Jean Guy. Uh, you know, another unnamed uh, hero in the cannabis world here, an unknown hero. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Um, I think feel like this, there's a little bit of humor there with the, that cannabis culture. There's always a little like yeah, a little bit of back ended humor there. Um, Neville uh, Neville Schoenmakers actually wrote uh, in in the Seed Bank catalog in 1987. Um, G13 is an outstanding indica cutting, uh, reputedly liberated from the government research program in Mississippi, mm. and now we have it. Nice. <laughs> and he said, widely grown as a commercial indoor plant in the U.S., G13 has proven to be one of the best breeding plants in our collection. Uh, G13 hybrids have fast indoor flowering, high resin production, and excellent potency and extreme hybrid vigor. So um, just legendary strain. Uh, Neville Schoenmakers and his boys kind of were aware of it, mm-hmm. uh, saw what it could do, and put it into production and, and spread it out to the world. And uh, we actually have, there's 98 direct descendants of G13. What? Yeah, there's there's a ton uh, of, of mixes and, um, you know, cross-lineage uh, cross, uh, uh, wow. with the G13 there. So uh, really, really neat, interesting indica. Uh, like MKUltra, if you've had MKUltra, right. uh, it's got G13 in it. Uh, uh, but yeah, just a, a legendary indica and uh, just thought it was a cool story. To, it's an actually, amazing you know, story. The, the, the cuttings were, you know, swiped from uh, from a government operation and, and kind of put into the uh, the opposite side of things in the, the black market. There. Well, and they kind of cover that a little bit in Pineapple Express in a pretty fun way where yeah. at the beginning he's talking about the bee's knees and cannabis oh, is great. and uh, Bill Hader was yeah, Bill, hilarious. Oh, Bill Hader that, was brilliant. Uh, uh, so, so how would you classify G13? Um, is this uh, an intermediate to experienced 
sort of strain? Is this one for a beginner? How would you classify it? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with intermediate uh, for sure there. I don't think that someone's just new to cannabis should jump right into it. Um, you like the effects with G13, it's, it's a heavy indica, mm. uh, powerful body effects, uh, usually leaving users like lethargic, couch locked, um, and euphoric head, head effects too. So it's, uh, it's really great for the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, that being said though, I, I feel like, um, a new consumer to cannabis might not want to jump in on this one. All right. Yeah. And, and I, and again, I, the G13, I love, uh, the, the, the backstory behind the name. I, I, that's one of the things I love the most about, uh, um, researching all this cannabis stuff is finding these really cool backstories of why it's named or how it became. And, uh, that's, that's part of the fun. I think of uh, bringing that to the listeners. So, you know, they can take that with their buddies as they're smoking it and saying, did you know this about this? Uh, you know, cause we could all learn a lot more about cannabis and, uh, you know, G13 legendary strain. I know MK ultra. I didn't know a lot about G13. Yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of uh, knowledge out there. Uh, you know what? You just got to like look into it, do some research yeah. there. Uh, you know, you, our listeners, I'm sure there's some people that have heard stuff that I've said and they might have looked into it. And, uh, sure. Uh, the info's out there, you know, then we're just trying to spread the knowledge there and, and put it in everybody's hands. You betcha. All right. So stay tuned after we wrap this up for how you can win a Cannabis 101 podcast prize package uh i've uh, got something nice to give away i'll tell you how you can win that in just a couple of seconds that is going to wrap things up for us on uh, the cannabis 101 podcast 12 strains of christmas uh, this has been a, a bit of work but a lot of fun i've, I've really enjoyed learning uh, some of the strains that you picked and you know for me some of the strains are personal uh, yeah. like the first legal strain I bought. Uh, so uh, able for us to show off the strains we like and, and then why we like them. So this has been a lot of fun. Thanks for doing this, Chris. Yeah, for sure, Dean. Thanks for uh, including me and having me be a part of it. All right. For Chris Ionson, I'm Dean Millard. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and make sure you have a green Christmas. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Weed is awesome. This is great. This is the bee's knees. So there you go. That's the 12 strains of Christmas, myself and Chris Ionson. And here's how you can win a free bong from me to you as a Christmas present in any format, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Search for the Cannabis 101 Podcast, or you can email me, Cannabis101Podcast at gmail.com. Send me a list, all 12 strains that we did in the Cannabis 101 Podcast. You can also text me at 1-780-803-1555. 1-780-803-1555. All 12 strains, boom. You're in the mix. Thank you so much for joining us on this special Christmas Day edition of the Cannabis 101 podcast. Hope you enjoyed things. Uh, hope you'd like to subscribe and please leave us a review. Really helps us out with moving forward with the show. And if you would like to be involved as a guest or an advertiser, please email me, cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. And we have flexible 
packages, rates, and uh, different kind of events we can build around your business. Once again, that's Cannabis101Podcast at gmail.com if you're interested in being a part of the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Merry Christmas. And remember, it's not just about getting high. It's about getting healthy. is the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond.